This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs. Man, we have a great show planned for you tonight. We got our good buddy, Titans Rossi. He's going to join us, and we're going to break down the past week of everything that's been going on with the Tennessee Titans. The Titans riding a two-game win streak with wins over Denver in Nissan Stadium in Week 10, and then Week 11, primetime, Thursday night football, heading up to Green Bay, Lambeau Field, and getting a little bit of uh, revenge against the Packers from a couple of years ago. And, of course, along with the good, got a little bad that we have to hit on and talk about because, I mean, it is Titans news, and that's what we do here. We talk about the Titans news but before we get into all that, have to tell you how you can support the show. If you're watching on YouTube in the live chat right now, back out of that live chat and go ahead and hit that like button and let's share this video out as well. Let's get more people in here. Let's get the conversation rolling in the chat. We're going to want y'all's thoughts on all of this. Also, make sure if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Trying to hit between 800 and 1,000 subscribers before the end of this year, and we got a long way, long way to go. We got to pick up the pace a little bit, but I appreciate everyone that's already subscribed. Now, the audio version of this podcast will be up a little bit later. Go check it out. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Make sure you're following the podcast on those platforms. Leave that five-star rating. Leave uh, comments, questions, reviews, Every bit of that helps the show grow even more and helps expand it out and get more people involved with the show. And you can also, if you want to follow me on social media, Twitter, at Titans underscore time, TikTok, really active on there. Follow me, at Titans time, Instagram, Titans time podcast, Facebook, Titans time. And now we're going to bring our buddy Rossi in here with us. And if you're not already... Make sure to go follow him on Twitter at Titans Rossi 
and go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Titan Drossy. His links are in the description, whether you're listening to the audio version later or here on YouTube. Links in the description. No reason not to follow or subscribe to him. Rossi, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm glad I got to come on tonight. Um, You know, I gaffed on the show last week, and I and I I apologize. I apologize publicly to you as well. (laughs) But uh, I'm glad I could make it on today, man. I'm excited about where we are in the season. Um, I'm excited about this team. I am too, and man, no worries. Things happen. Didn't work out last time. We got you on tonight, and I always appreciate you coming on the show. It's a blast having you on, breaking down the Titans and everything going on. And, of course, we got comments uh, rolling in right now. My wife's saying tighten up. Sin City here in the chat saying tighten up. Sin City, hope you're doing well. Tighten up to you as well. Uh, Tighten up saying what's up. Um and tighten up to you as well bryce pratt saying what's up bryce i do want to say since i know you're here in the chat i hate that i was not able to meet you at the denver game i know you were there your first game and man i was sick with a stomach bug and was not able to make it to that game and that was one of the things that bugged me the most about not being able to make it is not being able to meet up with you. And I did see where you are actually getting the game ball from the Titans for that Denver game. So, nice. buddy, congrats to you on that. Add that to your Titans collection. Couldn't have, As soon as I see him giving out that game ball, I was like, hey, this has got to go to Bryce. So, so congrats cool. to you, buddy. Um, and Sin City saying, what's up, Rossi? Uh, my wife's yeah, saying that she wishes we could respond with uh, GIFs or GIFs, however you say them, and that she'd do the one waving to you there. Um, Sin City saying no respect for us against the Bengals, underdogs again. Hey, that's how we like it. And TN Sports Hub saying what's up and doing homework. Uh, and man, I, I don't know that I've seen you in here before, but I appreciate you being in here and look forward to uh, hearing your opinion on the Titans. And I see your Tennessee sports, obviously the Vols. Rossi, we were talking about them Saturday night. I think both of us were very heated. Took me a while to go to bed that night because I, yeah, I was not I'm happy. Pretty, uh, I'm pretty, still pretty upset about that, man. It's like... It's kind of like one of those things, like, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, like, <laughs> I do, but you know how mad I was. And I said some oh, yeah. <laughs> choice things that I probably couldn't say on YouTube. But shout out to, to Sports Hub. We've been kind of, we've connected on Twitter, and he's starting, he started his own YouTube channel. And uh, he was kind of picking my brain a little bit earlier, but seems like a good dude. And, and we're going to have him on the show. Um, at some point too so shout out to him and just keep doing what you're doing tennessee sports hub and you know just be consistent there we go some good advice from one of the best right here and uh tennessee sports hub i'll make sure to go subscribe to your channel as well and i'll hit you with a follow on twitter uh but yeah that the vols 
like you, Rossi, I was mad. Biggest thing, I mean, hey, if you would have told us before the season that heading into the last game we had a chance to be 10-2, and two, any yeah. Volunteers fan would have taken that. But being Top right, yeah, being right there, being able to, I mean, just almost taste the playoffs, that's what hurts about it. And, of course, Hendon Hooker going down with the ACL tear. You know, Terrible. prayers up to him for a speedy and good recovery. But now we're going to switch the focus to talking about the uh, Titans because they are coming off a big win in Lambeau, 27-17 to 17 over the Packers. And, man, this was the offensive game that we have been waiting for Sir. all year long. An offense that has looked just stagnant. Every week, especially in the second half. And finally, they put it all together. And what do you know? They started going to their playmakers more. The guys that can stretch it down the field and make big plays. Mike Vrabel, in case you were to ever watch this, get your playmakers the ball and good things happen. It's that simple. So it's amazing how that works, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Rossi, your biggest takeaways just overall from this game, and then of course we'll dive deeper into it. Biggest takeaways, I would, uh, you know, of course the offense. The the I would say the biggest takeaway from it all for me was the play calling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and right out the gate. You know, they ride out the gate, they they target Chig. Of course, you know, he didn't catch it, but they target him. Then they go to um, Burks. Then, you know, it's just like right out the gate, they're going towards their playmakers. Um, I liked how they used Hillard on um, on that one-two, um, on that TD. Um, and, and just it, going back to the Denver game, and and I was there at the game, but going back to that game, they didn't have Burks that game. But I kind of had a feeling. I had a I had a good feeling coming out of that game. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? They they made a few plays. You know, they NW got NWI got involved. Mm-hmm. I just had a good feeling that it was it it could have been a good building game you know i mean it wasn't not much happened that game but i just had a good feeling coming out of that game and then coming into this game i didn't know it was going to happen but after seeing the results mm-hmm. and the way ryan Tannehill was just on fire other than that that dumb picky through but um <laughs> and, and we're going to talk about that totally, some more yeah i mean just the way that they were aggressive um, they used their playmakers, you know, Robert Woods targeted seven times, Traylon Burt eight times, mm-hmm. Austin Hooper four times. I, you know, I, I would like to see Chig be more involved, but I mean, good, good building, you know, game. And I, I think the significance of having Traylon Burks in the lineup is monumental. Mm-hmm. I think it, it changes the whole game you know as far as wide receivers go for us right and just the way it all went about and him getting his confidence back because that denver game i know that was his first game back and they tried to get him involved a little bit but like you said that was more of nwi's game 
for sure. And um, the biggest thing is we are, I, I have to address the kind of elephant in the room here. Okay. The Titans receivers, since the Chiefs game and since a former player sent out a tweet about the Titans receivers, mm. it's like a switch got flipped. Because the last couple of games, <laughs> I've been seeing, you know, we were talking about, you know, in the Chiefs game, NWI couldn't catch a cold out in the middle of winter. Mm. I mean, he was, you know, contested Nobody catches. Could. Yeah, he was having trouble. And then you look at the last two games, and man, the catches that he's bringing in, the contested catches that he's bringing in, were yep. major in keeping the chains moving for us and getting us into shorter yardage situations. And then, of course, NWI has his big game against Denver. Burks comes out against the Packers. And like you said, from the first possession, and I have to give credit on that, you know, our opening drive, the third play, we're in third and long. Tannehill takes the shot down the field to Burks, throws him open pretty much, and lets Burks go and makes – the play, but even the offensive line protection on that first drive looked so much better. Wasn't like that all game long, but it looked better to start out. And that's what we needed are these bigger plays down the field like that. And then of course, later on going to Burks right before the two minute warning for the 51 yard shot where I mean, obviously, he called Jair Alexander. He told him, hey, man, you're too small to be guarding me because Burks <laughs> caught that ball at the end. I went back and watched it and didn't realize how far he just drug Alexander. Like, Burks caught that ball at, like, the 25-yard line and pulled Alexander all the way to the four-yard line. Yeah. Like, that. that's crazy. But, like you said, the play calling looked better. I like how we're spreading the ball around. We're not just forcing it to one person. Like, yes, Burks had eight targets, but for the most part, they were smart targets. The His only target that he didn't catch was actually the Ryan Tannehill pick. Yep. I believe. So, and yep. since... I do want to hit on that for a minute and what that comes down to because I saw where Emmanuel, and I don't know how to say pronounce his last name, but I think it's like A-C-H-O. He was talking about how um, the Packers were able to get that pick because I believe it was their safety that picked it off. And it comes from film study for the defense because the Titans ran the same play in the Denver game and that was the shot to Woods across the middle where it was like triple coverage and Tannehill tried to fit it in there and it almost got picked off. And that is when the Titans run their play action and they only have that two-man route, whatever side Ryan Tannehill fakes the handoff to Henry on, mm -hmm. you're going to have a crosser coming across the middle to that side. <laughs> So if he fakes the handoff to the right to Derrick Henry, like in the Green Bay game, they have Burks coming across the middle going right 
and that's who he's looking for. So Green Bay, through their film study, looked at that, and they were that's why that safety was able to drop back and be right where the ball was going to. So that's something that the Titans need to look at, especially in their offensive game plan, and maybe start finding ways to switch that up. Because teams are going to be you know, going through that film study and seeing that. And that's what right. I kind of wanted to hit on more with the pick there. But overall, a fantastic game from Ryan Tannehill. Only five incompletions, 333 yards, two touchdowns. Then you have Derrick Henry, two for two on um, his pass attempts. Says two for two. I don't remember him... Oh, yeah, I, yeah I, I do remember now. Uh, one of his passes was uh, when Burks come around for like an end around. Oh, but yeah, yeah. That was interesting, To speak right? on – Yeah. That was it, a really it, interesting It was, call. and – but I like it because it's – Yeah, I do too. Something just a little bit different, and overall the play calling, you have the – like fourth down near midfield where you've got Tannehill up at the line of scrimmage and then looking over at the sideline, throwing his hands up like, hey, confusion, direct snap to Henry, convert it. Then you have, like I said, that Henry kind of shovel pass to Burks coming across. And then the handoff to Henry down near the goal line, the jump pass to Austin Hooper, like, I'm like, where has this play calling been all right. year long? Because right. this is what we need to see right here. And to get back to Tannehill, that touchdown pass he had to Austin Hooper, he put that thing on a line and just drove it home to him. And Hooper able to hang on. I mean, like you mentioned, he had four targets and he caught all four of them. So, yep. you know, like I said, just spreading the ball around. NWI only had two catches, but he was only targeted twice. And they were contested catches where he moved the sticks. Hilliard only targeted one time, but it was a catch for a touchdown. Like, I, I liked how they were getting everybody involved right from the start, and that made a huge difference. Do want to get to more of the comments here. TN Sports Hub saying that he appreciates that, and thanks to both of us. Pumped for the game this Sunday. I'm pumped as well. Rossi, you're going to be there, right? Yes, sir. I'm going to be there, and you know, looking for a little uh, payback on another team. But Revenge. We'll, we'll talk about that later in the week. Uh, Bryce saying he got to meet Ryan Tannehill and Bobby Trees and King Henry and Coach Brable. Bryce, I was seeing all that, and man, it definitely looked like you were having the time of your life there. Yes, sir. TN Sports Hub saying the Titans blew his mind on Thursday night. It was awesome to see what he likes to call MVP Tanny back in action. Uh, mm -hmm. He's been in top form in the last two games. My wife's saying that uh, she's so happy for Bryce going to his first game, and that you know, we were sad to miss meeting him and hoping that he had the best time. Sin City saying, nice to see Traylon get involved. 
Um, TN Sports Hub saying, love to see uh, Ben and Hooper both getting big play opportunities in the same game. Chig and Hooper, he meant. Uh, Sin City saying, would love to see Chig get more targets. Uh, hoping that Hooper can look like this for the rest of the season. And saying that Tanny played well. He has so many haters. And I think a lot of people really hopped off on hating on him so much after seeing the Texans game and even the Chiefs game where, again, and this is something I was saying before the season, I'm excited for the future with Malik. I am. Mm -hmm. I think he can develop into something very good for us at the quarterback position. But he's not ready yet. Luckily, in the Texans game, we didn't have to rely on him too much. The Chiefs game, I I have to agree with a lot of people. I think if we have Ryan Tannehill in that game, we probably can probably make some more plays there at the end to win it. So, you know, I, I think Tannehill and just his toughness, too, that he's showing right now speaks volumes. And if this, if the Tannehill from Green Bay, the Green Bay game, shows up the rest of the year, and if that Tannehill shows up in the playoffs, we could be talking about a run in the playoffs. Yes, sir. Just throwing that out there. But I I do want to hit on the defense some, but before we get into that, I want to hop into just a quick segment right quick, and... Of course, this is going to be the best bets segment presented by DraftKings. And DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And it's my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. From their same-game parlays to their fast payouts, player prop options. I mean, there's so many different things you can do on DraftKings that just so many betting options that make it fun and interesting, even more interesting watching these games. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do win. Now, everyone can earn up to a 100% profit boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I've been trying to take advantage of these lately, Unfortunately, haven't hit on any of them, but the more legs you add, the more profit boosts you get on that parlay. And all you have to do, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals, and more. The more legs you add, like I said, the bigger the boost and the bigger shot for a bigger payout that you have. Now, All you have to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show details for more on all of that. And Rossi, like I said, I'm not going to... We're not going to hop into a preview for the Bengals game. 
But mm-hmm. I do want to see your instant reaction to this. As of tonight, the Bengals have already opened up as one and a half point favorites over the Titans. Yeah. Most of the time, the home team opens up at at least, you know, like minus two and a half. So they already have the away team, the Bengals, opening up as one and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Instant thoughts on that. How you feeling on that? You know, it's it's the same crap every week, right? You know, it's it's it. it I, I, being at home, I thought we'd at least get something but it's the same crap every week um you know our our players our team we thrive on it you know i mean we play better when we're underdogs kevin byard's talked about it multiple times the team uh i know for a fact that mike vrabel uses it for motivation um so you know it doesn't surprise me at all um but i think that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to have a rude awakening when they come see our defense on Sunday. Just my opinion. And (laughs) I'm hoping you're right. (laughs) I'm hoping you're right. Now, again, the last time they came to see us, they did have a rude awakening against our defense, but still were able to pull out the win. So, Mm. you know, maybe this time they get the rude awakening with the defense and we get the win. And like I said, I haven't had any luck with my stepped-up same-game parlays. Uh, really haven't had any luck with any of my bets here lately. But So this is definitely not betting advice. But right now, the Titans' money line is plus 105. So mm-hmm. if you took the Titans' money line for this upcoming game, you could double your money. And honestly... I think that might be my best bet for this game for this upcoming week is the Titans money line because I do think they're going to be fired up heading to the heading into this game and wanting that revenge. Now, right. jumping back to the Green Bay game and we're just going to I want to hit on the defense just a little bit right quick cuz we've kind of covered the offense. Um and I I do want to talk about Derrick Henry a little bit too because he did he has hit double digit touchdowns and he is over a thousand yards on the season. But with the defense, to a little bit of an extent, I was getting some flashbacks to the 2020 defense a couple of times because Aaron Rodgers was able to extend plays and there were guys wide open <laughs> down the field. Yeah. And Rodgers had some missed throws. There were some drops by his receivers. So we, we got a little bit lucky there. But, hey, I'll take it. You know, our team made the plays when they had to. And the defense made plays at the end when they had to. Simmons coming up with the only sack for the Titans. Then, when the Packers were trying to convert a fourth down there at the end, Simmons was the guy blocking up the middle and Mm -hmm. stopping them short. So, defense come up there. And like I said, Derrick Henry, officially over 1,000 yards. I believe he's at 1,010 yards. Is that right? Yep. 
Yep. So, and over on TikTok, because like I said, I've been pretty active on there. I've made comments about how Derrick Henry is still the best running back in the NFL right now. And I've had a lot of people coming at me, and they're saying Saquon. They're saying Nick Chubb. They're telling me to look at Nick Chubb's uh, yards per carry average. And my biggest argument back to them is because I've had some people say Henry is only doing this against the weaker defenses. He's not doing it against the better defenses. Uh. I'm going to throw this out there, and it's not really much to brag about because we know against the Bills, Henry did not have a good game. I think he had like 20-something yards rushing. But our offensive line was also very bad that game. The Bills' defense was pretty much at full strength. They had their linebackers in. For everyone saying Nick Chubb is the best running back in the league, he went up against this Bills' defense last week. They didn't even have their best linebackers. The Browns' offensive line is easily way ahead of the Titans' offensive line. Nick Chubb averaged just over one yard per carry and Uh didn't even hit 20 yards rushing. Saquon Barkley went up against the Lions, who have been And how many did he average? Yeah, I I don't know exactly (laughs) how many he averaged, but he did not have a good game. 1.5 yards. The Lions have been giving up points and yards like crazy. One this of the year. worst defenses in the NFL. So, and I'm just saying, if you put Derrick Henry behind an O line like the Cleveland Browns, it's not even close. The guy's going to run away with it. I was looking yep. when I was first pulling stats on all of that. Before this past week, because I haven't looked at it since they played yesterday, but before this past week, the yards before contact, so before someone touches like Derrick Henry when he gets the ball, his average yards before contact is 2.1. Now, we've seen several times where he's been hit right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Nick Chubb, his yards before contact is three was 3.1 before this past week. So a a full yard before someone gets a hand on him. I mean that right there that makes up a difference over these carries. Yeah. So again, and Derrick Henry if, best in the league in my opinion. And if you look at um you know, I, I've heard a lot of the people talk, well, you know, 28, he had 3.1 yards per carry. You know, a lot of these media people talk about that or like other fans Mm -hmm. and stuff like, oh, that's not that great or whatever. But at the same time, you know, these other teams out there, and yes, Saquon Barkley, he's had a great season. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's had a hell of a season. He's he's come back, you know, he's kind of returned to form. Uh, Nick Chubb, he's always been good. You know, Nick Chubb is a good running back. Um, mm-hmm. 
I would say that the teams probably stack the box against Chubb more than they do Barkley just because of the passing threat. I don't know. But I th- I th- saw a stat sometime that it, it was crazy, like, how many stacked boxes Henry faces compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the league. I mean, it was like a staggering number. But if you look at the game overall, Derrick Henry had that screen, that 42-yard screen mm-hmm. that was a big play in the game. So he had two receptions for 45 yards, but he also had the touchdown pass. And that's yep. what these people don't take into effect is how important he is in all facets of the game. You know, the the one yep. thing that I that I want to see more of is is getting the ball to him in the passing game. Now, early in the season, he had a lot of drops. He didn't look comfortable. I think, honestly, it was just getting back into the swing of season football, you know, because he hadn't had – I think he's good to go now, go full force with him, you know, use him in the passing game, do those – I love – I love the handoff to Burks. I just thought, wow, you know, um, such a cool play that they they drew up there. Um, And and Todd Downing, um, you know, hopefully – all this extracurricular stuff that he's been doing um, doesn't affect or pause his momentum. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to get into that or not, but yeah, we you know, will. as far as pausing his momentum and all that stuff, and, and we still don't know what's going to happen. Um, I know on Wednesday they're going to have the assistant coaches talking um, mm-hmm. in the press conference, so it might be tomorrow. I, I believe it's Wednesday. Uh, no, though. it's Wednesday. So, will Todd Downing be out there? I mean, I think he will. I think Downing's going to give an apology, um, kind of mm-hmm. your your standard cookie cutter, you know, guy that got a DUI apology. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully this doesn't affect the team and, and this doesn't yeah. distract him because. He was improving, and we'll see. You know, I, the the jury's out if they're going to suspend him or not, or whatever. You know, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I've heard various opinions and thoughts right. on if they will or if they won't. So, um. yeah, and we'll definitely jump into that. Um, jumping back to Henry, right quick. Like you said, just how he affects the game and how much teams focus on him. And Sin City says it right here. You've said it. Nobody faces more stacked boxes than Henry. I would actually think that Saquon may see more stacked boxes than Chubb just because at least the Browns have, like, Amari Cooper and a couple other receivers that can make plays. Whereas the Giants, they're kind of like – they like – they are like what we were a couple weeks ago where right. you don't really have didn't really have the names at wide receiver or the receivers making plays but either way these guys are not seeing the stack boxes that Henry's seeing and teams are flat out selling out to stop Henry and even if it's a bad defense the Texans knew what we were going to do against them they knew we were going to hand the ball to Henry at one point, I'm pretty sure they had like 10 guys in the box and they still couldn't stop him. Like, I don't care how bad your run defense is. If you have 10 guys in the box and he's running right up the middle, someone should be able to stop him. 
but they can't. So, but, and uh, Sin City said hard to dispute King Henry being number one. SM Ducky, hope you're doing well. Tighten up to you as well. Uh, going back to the betting a little bit, Sin City says that he saw the Titans money line at plus 100, that he'll probably bet it too. TN Sports Hub saying that uh, he has an alternate spread of minus two and a half at plus 124 odds and obviously the Titans money line. Um, Bryce saying he got to meet Finnegan as well. That's awesome, Bryce. Um, and now we will get into the Todd Downing stuff some more. Uh, probably going to go another 10, 15 minutes here before we close things out. So this will be our last topic that we kind of get into uh, because my wife even asked, are we going to talk about Todd Downing? What will happen? Uh, or will what happen affect his job? Like, is he coaching the next game? Or uh, since he says that he thinks they would have mentioned a suspension by now, I think, though, what it comes down to is the Titans are trying to do their due diligence. They're trying to gather all the information they can. And it it helps out that they had a Thursday night game. So they kind of have that mini buy. Because now they have all of this week. You know, they had the weekend to gather information. They have more this week to gather information. Uh, like you uh -huh. mentioned, Rossi, uh, the assistant coaches are supposed to be talking to the media on Wednesday. I do think Todd Downing uh, is supposed to be a part of that. More than likely, like what you said, he'll issue an, apo an apology. And any other questions that get asked about it, he won't comment on because it is an ongoing matter and an ongoing investigation. Right. So he... We really won't get much more info. We do know he was pulled over for speeding and driving under the influence. And the in no way do I condone or support what he did there. Because the Titans offer, at all times, free lift rides to staff members, players, Everyone in the organization, they offer free lift rides to any day of the week, anytime. Now, you know, reports have been coming out that from where he was arrested, you know, apparently he told the officers, uh, mentioned like death threats, things like that. And that, that in itself he, is... He said that? Yeah, said that, you know... Re, to the officers? Uh, like, yes, that he... It, it's kind of unclear. He mentioned something about getting death threats. I oh. don't know if it was on him or his family or what, but that's something that I don't care how bad his play calling has been, how much Titans fans have been wanting him gone. Yeah. That's something that's unacceptable. You know, people, you, you don't need to do that. That is crossing a major line there. But the part that confuses me most about this is the fact of, 
he is coming off probably the best called game of his career at any point. And coming off of his best game, that is when this happens. That's the part that's just a little weird to me where, Uh you know, he's driving under the influence and then mentioning the death threats to officers. So, you know, obviously have to wait until more information comes out. But as far as what the Titans are going to do, like I said, they got most of the week to decide on it. I was watching A to Z this morning, and Austin Stanley from there brought up a good point. This Titans and Bengals game, it's going to be a big game, and there's going to be a lot of national coverage on it more than likely because we're going to have several games on Thursday night or on Thursday because it's Thanksgiving. They always play multiple games on Thanksgiving, which means they can you know, really put a good TV crew on this Titans and Bengals game. And you have to set a precedent for the players as well. Like, you know, what kind of message does it send if Todd Downing got caught doing this, but yet he's still on the sideline on Sunday? And then, you know, depending on what uh, channel is showing this game, they're constantly going to have a camera on him and it's going to be a story that's being talked about. How much is his mind actually going to be? And there's just so many factors going into it. And you know, like you said, I how will this, how would this affect his play calling? Should the Titans suspend him now for at least a game? Not have him on the sidelines for this game. Let Tim Kelly call the plays. Mm-hmm. You know what? what what's kind of your thoughts on this as to what you think would be best for the Titans to do? I mean, personally for me, I think it would be better if you can kind of go through this week, gather more information. He admitted to the officer though that he had a beer before driving. He failed the field sobriety test. Gather all the information you can, and if he would, you know, if you get enough, I think you have to suspend him for at least this one game, and, you know, just to show, hey, there is consequences for this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I've kind of thought on that same line of thinking that you are, Tyler, um, you know, I think that they just, yeah, they need they need to dig. I, I'm sure that that Downing and Vrabel have, have talked on the phone, have, have you know mm-hmm. discussed it with each other. Vrabel probably said, "Hey, man, what the hell happened?" You know, like just, yeah, just tell me what what's going on. You know, um, and and I I wonder what his blood alcohol content was. It, it was it a matter? Was he drunk? Was he you know buzzed? Did he have a couple beers you know somebody right. said he was going 100 miles per hour i don't know if that's confirmed or not um yeah so was... what they said is that on uh i-65 he was running at speeds upward of 100 miles an hour which i don't okay. know how i don't know how exactly they got that because 
I think he got pulled over on um, like maybe Campbellsville Pike or something like that, and he got clocked at 50 in a 40. So I don't know how they figured out the I-65 yeah. stuff. Like that that's some other things that aren't making sense to yeah. me and you know maybe I'm just dumb and don't understand it how it worked but it you know, could and- be rumors, you know, it could be anything. I think that they got to really assess this week um you know, I like as long as it's not going to be a distraction, I don't see an issue with letting him, you know, call the game just because I, I kind of like the way things are going with him at this point mm-hmm. as far as the last two games, and you run the risk of kind of derailing that. But at the same time, if it's a distraction, then I think, yeah, you give tel- Ken, Tim Kelly a shot for the week and kind of roll with that. And, and you know, yeah, I mean, I, I believe he does deserve a consequence for sure, whether that's a fine, whether that's, you know – um whatever that may be a suspension. I think it all just depends on the severity of what was going on. How much was he drinking? You know, how Mm -hmm. fast was he driving? You know, was he scared or death threats or whatever? I'm I'm sure he's gotten all types of threats throughout the season from idiot fans. You know what I mean? I mean, people, people try and do stuff to me and I'm, I'm a small time Twitter YouTuber guy. I mean, I've had people try and, you know, stab me in the back and things like that. I God forbid, I couldn't imagine an NFL coach who's going through something like, yeah, you know, so. And, and um, again, we want to throw out there, you know, if, if you're one of those fans doing that, like, really, ridiculous. you just, it's you, stupid. you need to be better. You, you do oh, better. 100%. I mean, 100%. really, th- there is no room for that. Me and you both, Rossi, we bleed two-tone blue. We are all about this team. But at no point am I ever going to cross that threshold of threatening a man's life just because I think he called a shitty game. Like, no, that's that's unacceptable. People, you you have to do better if that, you know, if that is the case. And And as much as, yeah, no, I agree. 100%. 100%. And, and like you yeah. said, Ross, it, it comes down to, and we're not going to have an answer on this until mm-hmm. potentially Saturday. I mean, yep. really. I, I could see the Titans waiting until Saturday, taking every day that they have to gather information and truly make a decision and you know, making sure, hey, is this, like you said, going to be a distraction for the team, this and that. I'm sure Vrabel... He's going to have the guys in there, the players in there, talking to them about it. Probably have Downing apologize to them for the scene that this has created. But, you know, we more information has to be gathered. You mentioned yep. his blood alcohol content. We, we don't know what that is. Did he take a breathalyzer? Did he not? So there's just, there's so many factors in it. And, Obviously, me and you don't want to speak wrongly on those factors. We're just giving our opinions on what could potentially be best for the team this week as far as morale and you know the attention that is put on the team. 
So, right. you know, just it's something that'll we'll have to watch over the next couple of days, potentially get more information on. But yeah, it's it's that's definitely the top story with the team right now. And I, I hate that it has to be because again, that was a major win in Green Bay. Man. Yes, it doesn't help it, it doesn't help as much necessarily with the playoff stuff as far as tiebreakers because it was a win over an NFC team. Mm-hmm. But the Titans got some revenge from a couple of years ago. And even the deep shot to Burks there, that was Vrabel kind of throwing it back at uh, Matt LaFleur over the deep shot he took a couple of years ago with like three minutes left when they were up big. So, you know, they get their revenge there. And it's just this news has kind of overshadowed that win. But, you know, Rossi, again... Glad to have you on here, breaking down all the Titans news uh, with me. Uh, we did forget to mention to Nico Altry. Hopefully, I know you said that you you found out that he may only miss one game. Uh, yeah, is from, that still kind of what you're hearing? Yeah, the, and you know, shout out to James, our our resident. Uh, insider our titan upload network insider james big sportsman i don't know if he's watching tonight but um shout out to him and uh he heard from his source that you know that he's going gonna he should only miss one game that you Mm -hmm. know look to see him as even limited possibly even limited um later on in the week um this week um he might even be like a game time decision type thing probably, but he, you know, more than likely is not going to go this week, but it's, it's a very outside slim shot. Um, But, you know, they're, they're looking at him coming back the week after that. It's not as serious as um, which PK had put that out there, but nobody Mm -hmm. had, had said the one game thing. So, I'm hoping, you know, so far so good with with James and uh, what he's given us into the network and everything. So, you know, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that that is the case. Because, as you know, I mean, Autry is our sack leader. And Autry is, he is one of the biggest people on our defense. I mean, he's kind of Impact-wise, yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um yeah, you I mean, know, obviously he, he's a huge part. Well, we we're hoping to get some people back on our defense this week, yep. especially against the Bengals, because I know Sin City uh, mentioned it earlier about how uh, Jamar Chase could be back. So you know, that we got to hope that, that changes things. Got to hope that Christian Fulton can be back out there. It'd be nice to have Bud Dupree back out there. You know, we need to get after Joe Burrow, not let him get comfortable. Uh, Don't let him carve up our defense. But, again, that'll be stuff we hit on. Again, I am planning on doing a show later this week at some point for a game preview. Uh, I know Rossi and I will both be at the game Sunday. And if you're going to be at the game, we need Nissan Stadium to be the loudest that it has ever been. 
I I don't want them to be able to hear a thing out on that field. And Rossi, like I said, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. It's always a blast having you on. If y'all haven't already, his links are in the description. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Titans Rossi. Go follow him on Twitter, at Titans Rossi. Follow me on Twitter as well, at Titans underscore time. Go check me out on TikTok. Follow me on TikTok, at Titans time. I've been meaning to talk to Rossi more and tell him that he needs to actually make a Titans Rossi TikTok page and, and get on, on there putting all that information out I there. I just made an Instagram page, man. I, I But all I have is one picture. I'm, I'm working Instagram. on it. I'm working on it. What's the Instagram? Is it just Titans Rossi? I, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything on there yet, so I haven't promoted it. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get it going and and the TikTok too. So I'm, I'm working. I, I'm finally getting with the times. You know, there we go. Well, even though he hadn't put anything on there yet, y'all go follow him on Instagram at Titans Rossi. <laughs> yeah. Follow at me Titans on Rossi, Instagram yeah. at Titans Time Podcast. Facebook Titans Time. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel here. Again, mm -hmm. trying to hit 800 to 1,000 subscribers before the end of this year. Going to have to make a major push do to it. do it. But Titans Nation, believe in y'all, and I do appreciate the support. Go check out the audio version of this podcast a little bit later tonight or tomorrow. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Follow the show on there. Leave a five-star rating leave a review it helps the show grow the more the show grows the more we expand get more people in here and i truly appreciate it everyone really and i know rossi does as well i mean that's the reason we do this we like having all the interaction and getting more fans involved yes, and getting everyone's opinions on things and uh tn sports hub says agreed with our comments earlier about some of the fans and says, good episode, fellas. TN Sports Thank Hub, you, I appreciate you being in the chat and bringing the energy for us. Hope you have a great night. And, Rossi, I believe that's all we got for them. So, Alrighty. this has been Titans Time. And, as always, tighten up. Tighten up, guys. sweat off my brow. Down. I grip my teeth